Welcome back to another episode of Pep Talk. Now the third episode. Today we are going to be focusing more on the technology as we consider its role now in society. My name is Jeffrey. I go to Huntington High School. I'm a junior. Hi, I'm Molly. I'm a freshman in Huntington High School. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm an NYIT freshman. Hi, I'm Ali. I'm a junior in Norfolk High School. Hi, I'm Connor. I'm a senior at Huntington High School. Hi, I'm Beth. I'm a junior at Huntington High School. Hi, I'm Ariana Soledi, and I also go to Northport High School. Hi, my name's Alexa Soledi. I'm in ninth grade. During this difficult time, as a Huntington resident, I'm happy to present that Huntington Youth Bureau has programs to keep the youth between ages 11 and 21 engaged. Project Excel hosts a World of Art, which meets on Thursdays from 3 to 4, Girls Who Code, which meets on Tuesdays from 3.30 to 4.30, Photo Voice, which meets on Mondays from 3.30 to 5, and a great DIY program, which I recommend, from, on Fridays from 3 to 4, as well as a newly introduced 3D printing and design program that meets on Wednesdays from 4 to 5. This is among others, but... Project Sanctuary, on the other hand, hosts a high school senior experience discussion group, which meets on Thursdays from 1.30 to 2.30, a safe talk group, which also meets on Thursdays as well as Tuesdays from 3 to 5. There's also a book and movie discussion groups that are available as a joint collaboration of Project Sanctuary and Project Excel on Fridays from 4 to 5. The contact information of these programs that I just mentioned, as well as more programs, are available at highbydry.org. That's H-Y-B-Y-D-R-I.org. Project Sanctuary is also providing counseling for mental health and general health, and they can be reached at 631-549-8700, which is a 24-hour hotline. Finally, being home all day could be a problem for many who use their environments as distractions or just unconditionally suffer from drug abuse. Thankfully, the Huntington Drug and Alcohol Center is providing counseling and education via telephone from Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. They can be contacted at 631 631- 738-5481. All right, very nice to have you all. Today we're going to be really focusing on the impact of technology on society, especially something that we're now focusing on as we rely on technology uh, during this close down, this lockdown. So really to start off, how do you think technology has impacted your lives uh, as, as students or just as a whole? I feel especially during these times, it's made it a little easier and made easy access for everyone to continue working on school and even work because now like you know no one can go out and do their jobs so it's definitely made things easier right now okay you would say it it's allowed society to make a a, a swift transition maybe into a, a digital into a digital life or a digital workflow yeah it's pretty swift like considering the circumstances i'd say yeah and really do you think it's been able to maintain the structure of education and work i mean yeah i feel like definitely better than it would have been without the technology we have right so pretty much for the most part i think uh technology has made things easier too because now um it makes it easier to talk to your friends like for some people who need like the social interaction aspect of school right and you know that's important to them so that's helpful of course it also helps get in touch with teachers when if, unless if uh, somebody needs to 
talk to their teacher about like something they do not understand for an assignment. Okay, like, so generally we're, we're, we're seeing a positive impact, of course. Yes. Do you think it's overbearing? You know, do you think it's gone too far? Maybe in some aspects, like uh, for, because I know on the Chromebooks, there's a program that lets teachers see what you're doing and yeah. exit out of tabs for you. Which one was that? I, I I know what you're talking about. I forget what it was called. Yeah, do you have one specifically? I forget. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember my teacher telling me about it. Yeah, because I have experienced that before. I think in one of my classes, physically, it was used. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. That could be a concern, a privacy concern for a lot of students. Yeah, because he just can monitor. Oh, yeah. Well, now the question is, do you think that teachers have that right to monitor their students or schools as a whole? Because the Chromebooks are offered by the school. Do you think that gives them the right to be monitoring uh, their activity? I think it. I think they do have the right to like monitor the activity, just not like control what the student is doing. Gotcha. There's a lot because like they can also block websites, and some of the websites they've blocked. Our website students use and would need to use. Right. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Connor saying as well, like, because I think it's fine during that class if the teacher is monitoring a student, but I know that they can also monitor it, like, when you're out of school and using it at home. I'm sure teachers don't do that, but, like, the fact that they can is kind of creepy. I wasn't even, I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah, my teachers mentioned it to, like, the class about how she can, but she wouldn't do that. So, mm -hmm. but it's just weird that they can. So, with everyone being home now, um, the question of, you know, of having time, having free time just basically is a lot of something that a lot of people have gained from this lockdown. Uh, considering that, do you think that it would stimulate, let's say, innovative thoughts, you know, with this can uh, stimulate an advancement of technology. What are your thoughts? What do you guys think? I personally think it will stimulate innovative thoughts. Not not so much on technology, more so on programs like Skype or Zoom or Google Chats or Google Meets. Because a lot of people do use those for work purposes. And because everybody is home now, people will have time to advance on those certain apps if they choose to so you think that it'll it'll cause updates on communication apps is what you say yes yeah. it will most likely in, in like improve quality like in a call for sharing screens or seeing somebody else mm -hmm. that's definitely a possibility but of course being so concentrated on technology we're relying on it basically now because we're all working from home we're all doing schooling from home do you think that technology is going to have an effect on our health? I, I mean, I know a lot of you here have inter have interrupted sleep schedules. You know, it's it's a big change. So let's get some opinions here. What do you guys think? I think technology is definitely affecting our health, not in a great way, because now we're on our laptops and screens all the time because that's the only way we stay in contact with school, work, or anything like that. So I think it's definitely straining our eyes unless staring on a screen for such a long amount of time can really affect your brain. Personally, I think that's happening to me as well. My sleep schedule has been ruined, but do you think 
that this effect on our health, this negative effect on our health that you described, would that ruin the possibility of schools considering an online-based education? Do you think that schools will consider it, if it, or will it not have success? Um, I mean, maybe in the future they can consider it. I don't think right now. I don't really see high schools considering online-based because I'm not sure if all high school students actually like this online learning, right. considering like, you know how it's affecting people's health and their sleep schedule. So I don't think right now, I mean, we're getting more and more into going on our computers and we're getting more into technology. So maybe in the future, it might be more online-based, but right now, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Do you think that online testing is a good option for schools? Because I know College Board is having APs taken online. SATs, I think they're completely canceled. But this the question that begs the question about being able to circumvent the measures of of prevention of like cheating, let's say, because are students going to use this to cheat? Is it really a good option? I honestly, I personally don't think it's a good idea because I feel like a lot of students that don't try in school will cheat on this test mm-hmm. to get the grade. But like the people that do try, like they'll also get the grade, but it's not fair to them for like actually studying and taking the time to like actually look at the work. And um, so I think like a lot of people would just be cheating and would get their grades up even though they don't deserve that grade. That's a good point. So what you're saying is a lot of students are just, just going to cheat on this. So it's going to be an unfair advantage, basically. Yeah. How about transitioning high school to a more college-esque education system where they attend one day, they attend a certain class one day online and maybe attend another day physically, you know, they meet with, in the classroom with their teacher, or do you think that this system is going to change, is not gonna change at all? You know, it's locked down as it is right now. I think that it's gonna change how high school works, possibly, most likely, and do exactly that and make it more college-esque. And like, so uh, you go in one day, and another day you stay home and do your classes online. Because with the, all these advance, advancements, people will probably try and incorporate them into their new schooling systems. Right. So do you think we're increasing our reliance on technology? Or is that we're just incorporating it? Um, increase, I think we're increasing the reliance on technology. Okay. Because at that point, we're relying on technology to be something that teaches us what we should what we are going to be learning from our teachers right because there are there are already sites like edpuzzle which people which like teachers have been using to uh have their students learn the stuff they need to like for math mm-hmm. so would you would you actually say edpuzzle is helpful for you do you think that's something that teachers should do more of no i i, I hate it i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing uh okay. i do better when i'm asking questions Right. It do, it just doesn't work for me personally. So that's that's actually a really good segue because we mentioned, of course, the health effects of technology, eye strain, and their sleep schedules. Do you think that this would ruin the retention of information from students? You know, learning online. Uh, we just heard that Edpuzzle is not exactly a favorite for some. So, do you think that students are actually going to put the effort in to retain? information or is online learning just going to be a placeholder or something that people just have to do 
but not exactly learn from it. I feel like students might not be retaining the information that they're being given just because I know I personally have really mm -hmm. just been trying to get in all of my assignments. Right. And sometimes I feel like reading notes to learn the lesson isn't really as helpful as having a teacher in front of you where you can ask, ask questions and, you know, clarify things, right? I think that it's going to cause problems in retaining the information. I don't think people are actually learning from this. I had to read a book and I read it, kind of. Mm -hmm. I say kind of because I don't remember any chapter of the book. <laughs> Do you remember the title at all? <laughs> called War of the Worlds. I, I don't like it very much. Uh -huh. And since I have to read it for class, I... That's the only reason why you read it and you know, yeah. that's enjoy it. It's just because for a class. Yeah, um, I enjoy it in the slightest. You had to do like an assignment online for it or just read it? Uh, I have to read it and then answer questions and uh, write paragraphs for each chapter. It's uh -huh. not out of an assignment. Uh, it's not like an everyday thing, but it's just like, I just don't want to read the book. Gotcha. And but I've been looking up summaries sometimes just to answer them. <laughs> or, and then I realize I don't know what the summaries are talking about. And then I have to read the book. Okay. Well, a lot of us here are juniors, seniors, you know, we're going and there's a college student in here, but we're getting ready to transition into that college-esque system that I was referencing. And a lot of colleges, well, I guess I would say almost all colleges are expecting their students entering certain classes to know information um, of those classes. So people who are taking, you know, college classes or classes in high school that there is going to help them in college do you think that students those students are not going to understand their topics for this because of this online learning and they're going to be at a disadvantage when they make it in college of course that expectancy is going to remain although application process is different the expectancy of information is still there so will students be at a disadvantage when they get to college i think that it depends because some students might understand it because they are able to get the help and ask their teachers where some people might not be able to contact their teachers if they have a question about a topic so they might go into college missing certain question uh answers to certain things they might miss certain information they might just they might just be missing parts of an overall thing because they weren't able to get help they didn't have the resources to uh, like ask questions or something. Right. So you're saying some students due to their, uh, I'll say disconnection from their resources, their, their teacher as a resource is going to affect them negatively in college, right? Yeah. Okay. That is a good point. With this whole situation of transitioning into online teaching, online work, whatever the case may be, this begs the question is, is technology, has it gone too far? Has are we beginning to rely on it too much? Are we at a perfect balance? What is, what's the situation? I think that in this case, technology has definitely helped because without it, I th this would be a completely different situation. And not that we're handling it great, but I think it would be a lot worse if we couldn't connect with people and right, yeah. talk to other people. Because people, well, some jobs can still function without seeing each other every day and I mean school even is still functioning yeah and sure. I feel like without technology this would be way worse 
you make a good point. Honestly, I, I think that's true. I completely agree with that. So we're seeing, I guess I'll say different sides of a story. Uh, this technology, this lockdown in relation to technology is going to improve certain things, but with drawbacks and trade-offs, I'll say with health and schooling, this whole system of the whole system of education, the prospect of disadvantaged disadvantaged students, and the whole change of high school to college. You know, there's a lot of opinions, a lot of changes, a lot of things that are left to consider. That is something that I would love the listener to think about as well as we close down today's episode of Pep Talk. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next time.